When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's November 2nd, 2018. This is the Wrestling Inc. podcast. What a week for WWE. What a day for WWE. Perhaps the absolute weirdest network special pay-per-view live event that I can remember. The Crown Jewel from Saudi Arabia. Didn't really lean on the Saudi Arabia too heavily. Didn't say it once. Yeah, but... They, uh, said, they said Riyadh a couple times, but... Everyone knows Riyadh. Yeah, I'm sure there are a big chunk of people that don't know that Riyadh is in Saudi Arabia. So I'm sure people so. are like, did they say Rio? <laughs> yeah. That, oh, this doesn't look like Rio, but yeah, lots of lots of people <laughs> dressed in white. Uh, Raj Giri and myself, we're covering this two man style. Uh, two man the, team. The weirdest. I will admit going into this, I did not pay super close attention because I was bored out of my mind by a lot of this. It, you know what? I am starting my post crown jewel decompression now. By the end of the night, I hope to have forgotten about crown jewel this whole week, all the Saudi Arabia stuff, and hopefully we don't have to talk about it again for a while. Um, a weird show uh, showed uh, a lot of things that are wrong with WWE right now. Yes, uh, highlighted it to an extent. The guys are old as hell and busted their ass in the main event. They were the most over guys on the show, which is a problem. Uh, the World Cup, no one gave a shit about until Shane was in, which is a problem. Um, none of the younger talents seemed, came across as big stars, which is obviously a big problem. Roman Reigns is out. So you go back to a part-time champion who's not going to be on the show. So once again, with your top guy, top, top star out, and not only is he out, but now the, that Universal Championship is not going to be the focal point of your TV show. And again. I'm guessing, yeah, again, and I'm guessing it's until WrestleMania. I, I don't think they'd be paying Lesnar all this money to just hold it for a month or two. So, um, yeah, uh, it just, uh, I just thought that this was, uh, I wouldn't say it's the worst show I've ever seen. I was, you know, kind of amused by a lot of it. Um, it was one of the weirdest shows I've ever seen, and it started off weird. And, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, I can't the moment to wash we my hands of it. And, and Triple H looked like he got injured uh, in that. Hmm. I don't know how serious it is, or uh, if he was just selling like a champ. But it definitely looked like he hurt his arm to me. Well, I'll tell you what we wanted to see. What we thought was going to happen was um, Braun Strowman going over Brock. Thought this might be okay, you know, lemons, uh, lemonade from lemons. Roman Reigns is out. Now's the chance for Braun to shine. We did not get that. Yeah, I mean, it went to you know, like I've said many times, I love Brock. I I, I love his matches. I think they're so different. They're always weird. Uh, he's and he's a superstar. He brings this, you know. This, this different vibe to everything that he does, but he should not be holding that title. That title needs to be the focal point of the show right now, especially you're hurting. You got Roman Reigns out and you got Kevin Owens out. Two of, you know, Kevin Owens is one of the most entertaining parts of Raw. Absolutely. Gone. And then uh, and then Reigns is gone, who's the biggest star. And, and now the title's gone as well. So it's just kind of shooting yourself in the foot. I'm all for Brock coming back. I'm all for using him. But... Uh, not holding that belt. Yeah. I mean, it's, if you watch the greatest Royal rumble and then watch this, it's like nothing happened. Nothing changed. Yeah. Um, greatest Royal rumble was better. That was at least an entertaining pay-per-view just because of the greatest Royal rumble event and how absolutely weird that was. Yeah. And I think it, it, it the, the negativity towards that, you know, was, was around the women, right? Sure. And, um, you know, with this, it's a, it was a lot more serious. It's, you know, um, Jamal Khashoggi, uh, 
you know, being killed in the Saudi uh, uh, embassy last month and continue on with this. So it was a very different set of circumstances with this show. And as of a week ago, it almost looked like it wasn't going to happen. So, yeah, it's, I felt it was, it's kind of harder to enjoy from the get go. But um, well, and speaking of which, so I didn't watch the kickoff show. I wasn't even aware there was a kickoff show until I was just looking at the results right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, Nakamura and Rusev. Didn't even know that was happening because it kept saying 12 noon Eastern. So I was up at 9 a.m. Pacific, ready to go. Yeah, yeah. The fa- It was uh, Nakamura and Rusev. Um, I thought this was a really good match, too. You, yeah. you, should, you should go back and watch it. Um, Rusev was really over with this crowd. Um, the crowd, you could, you could tell clearly there are a lot of WWE fans. It's, it's not all, you know, royal family transplants and stuff. Oh, so. yeah. No, and, and I have to say... I popped for a moment or two uh, when New like when New Day came out. They had the little kid in glasses with his dad there, and he was in the Cena shirt and stuff. I was like, "Oh, wrestling is universal. We all yeah. enjoy wrestling." Yeah, and that, I think that's a big thing, right? Like, I think a lot of times when you bring up Saudi Arabia, people—it's not the Saudi Arabian people. There's so you know, no. there's wrestling fans just like the rest of us. They're ha- they're out there having a good time, you know, and um, so it sucks for them that they got to deal with that government and that regime. Um, and, and I feel like long. internationally, they might not get, well, I think is it, okay. So I was going to say, isn't it this way in every country in Saudi, it's probably not this way. Uh, but like in America, in the UK, you can love America. You can love England. You can absolutely hate the people in charge. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, so this is nothing to do with the Saudi Arabian people, nothing but love for them, but the powers that be, yeah. you know, Someone's asking about the prayer breaks. They actually did, it took place right before the show was the last ah. prayer break. So there wasn't one uh, during. So, and uh, they prayed so hard that Hulk Hogan made his WWE return. <laughs> yeah. Hosting the show. So hosting the show now means just, you just show up for a quick promo and that's it. What do you think uh, you got half a mil for that one segment? I don't know. Um, I mean, they got, they got money for days from this show. So I have no idea. Yeah. I'm sure Hulk, you know, just is, was very anxious to do it. I, I'm sure he really, I, I'm, <laughs> like, I'm not kidding. Yeah. I'm sure he really wanted to do it. He probably did it for wanted free. to do called anything up. to get back yeah. on WWE television. So, okay. So I guess that's the question. Is this, are we not going to see Hulk, is Hulk going to disappear from the WWE again? Or is this going to, are they going to build off this? I don't think so. His merch was added back to WWE shop. I think sure. this was a a way to get him back where his return wasn't the most controversial thing, right? So Yeah, well, there's that. Yeah. Good lord. This was such a weird goddamn paper. And off the heels of evolution, I felt so good about the WWE this week, thinking about evolution, thinking about what I saw there, thinking about the vibe there. It's easy to lie to yourself about what kind of company this is. But it's Crown Jewel, nope, they put it all out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, how did your Twitter feed look during this? I noticed a lot of people actually sort of walking the talk and not yeah, talking about it, not watching it. Yeah. Greatest Royal Rumble, I feel like a lot of people caved at the last minute. Yeah, I mean, even on the site, um, interest-wise, it wasn't quite as high as Greatest Royal Rumble. By the end, it, it was getting close, but um, definitely for the first half, it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, so Hogan came out, kicked off uh, the show, and then we have the first match of the WWE World Cup, the first round match of Rey Mysterio versus Randy Orton. Hogan got a huge pop, by the way. Well, yeah. I mean, he is still Hulk. I mean, over there, do you think over there they care about the N-word tape? <laughs> um, I'm, I guess that Hogan probably gets a big pop at a lot of places he shows up here, too. Um, yeah, it's... It, uh, yeah, so he's he's back. I just don't know what you do with Hulk. You know, all these people are like, oh, he should come back. It's like, fine, but what do you do with him? He can't wrestle. He's 65. Um, I mean, he looks in tremendous shape for 65, but sure. you don't want to use him as a PR guy with the baggage that he has, <laughs> you know? So I don't know what you do with him. You make him a special referee. GM, I think he would just overshadow everyone if he was in that role. So oh, it just God. seems... I just uh, see tomorrow night. Oh, maybe with Angle losing, maybe Angle comes back to Raw. But God forbid Hogan's the new GM of Raw. Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah. But after today, anything seems plausible. Um, yeah, good response for Hogan. Good response for Ray. Ray, uh, 
actually this crowd maybe because they downsized the venue here the crowd seem much more into it uh even with the immediate rows surrounding of people that were you know the the distinguished guests that weren't maybe quite as big of marks as everyone else in the crowd yeah, you know, uh, the crowd was really into the show early on, and then it died out for like a couple hours. I mean, it just felt like there was just no energy for a while. And then kind of like with AJ and uh, Samoa Joe, I think the crowd was into AJ a little. They started to come back a little, and then they were back, I think, once with Brock and Braun, and then definitely for the main event. Yeah. Were, it was weird. They were seeing punk chants like all night, <laughs> like just scattered around. They weren't like overly loud or anything, but... Yeah, I don't know. That was I. I that's really weird. Yeah. Do you think for okay? So I, what I think it's like for wrestling fans. Did you ever go to the Rocky Horror Picture Show, like growing up? No. Did you ever get? You never got dragged to one of those. No. Okay, but like when you go to something that you have the lot, you know about it, and you know the shtick, and you know the thing, and you're going for the first time, and you're that guy where it's like, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do this because like now's my chance to do these things I've always heard about. I think for some Saudi Arabian fans, it was like now's my chance to go and yell CM Punk. Finally, it's finally yeah. here. Yeah, that's cool. an item. I've seen off the it market. on TV for ten years. <laughs> you know, five years. Now I get to go and do that in person. There you go. Freedom has come to Saudi Arabia, where everyone can chant CM Punk WWE <laughs> pay per view. Yeah. Oh God. Uh, Ray versus Randy was cool. Ray won. Surprise pin. It was nice. He counted the RKO, but then Orton beat the crap out of him after. A weird storyline they went with that with like, oh, no one could compete. Shane, you have to save the day. Yeah. I mean, I thought this was kind of building up for Ray to win the whole thing. Um, I just think this was just such a blown opportunity. Y you know, it, like I said, Shane winning, it's amusing. It's kind of funny, I guess. Is But is that what you want? You re Reigns is out. This yeah. You could have used this to get Seth Rollins hot again, right? I, I thought they were going to use it for Bobby. You could have, you could have used that for, you, you could use it there too. But remember when Rollins, earlier this year, when he really started to become, feel like a main event guy again, it was that gauntlet match. And he had that tremendous performance and, you know, he got there and then they knocked him down, you know, with the Intercontinental title and the feud with Ziggler. And then he was kind of back to the mid card. You could have gotten him back there with a strong showing in this tournament, have him beat Lashley and then like angle in the quarterfinals or the, the semifinals. And then in the finals, have him beat Orton. So he beats these top guys having wars and, and wins, and it would help him out. It would help him feel like a bigger star. But instead, they did what they did. Yeah. Man. And yet, yes, uh, people in the chat are asking, Miz's injury was Kate. It was not real. Uh, it was yeah, so Jeff Hardy versus the Miz. <sighs> Where the Miz won, skull-crushing finale. I just, I felt like I was watching SmackDown. I mean, I guess it makes sense. These were the SmackDown stars going against each other, but I feel like we've been seeing this. There was yep. nothing new here. Yeah. I mean, I felt like they should have mixed up the, the, the opening brackets, you know, have it SmackDown versus Raw. So at least it feels different. But, um, you know, Rollins versus Lashley was new and Angle versus Ziggler was new. So the Raw side, yep. I guess you could say was new, but the SmackDown side, it just felt like, yeah. And that's when I felt like the, the crowd started dying was this, uh, was the, um, not Orton. What's the next one? Um, uh, Jeff with, Hardy. Jeff Hardy yeah. and the Miz. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then they went to Seth Rollins versus Bobby Lashley. Leo had the mic briefly, then gave the mic away. No, no earpiece in there. Yeah. No, know. no mic during the match. Did you watch uh, two weeks ago on Wednesday, Raj? The the little recreation we had of uh, Justin Labar doing Vince while uh, Nick was doing Leo. I, I heard about that. I need to check that out. That was a high point of the Wrestling Inc. podcast, and that's all I think about now. Um, but, yeah, so Leo was even a little kind of subdued. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he didn't have the house mic during the match, so there's not much you can do. So, And they didn't focus on him, so you couldn't really see what he was doing during the match. But I thought uh, I thought this – oh, did, did we cover uh, Hardy and The Miz? Uh, we talked about it briefly. What, yeah. what specifically? The ending. Oh, so Miz used the ropes, referee saw him, Hardy rolled up the Miz for a two count, Miz blocked the twist of fate, hit the skull crushing finale for the pin to advance. Yeah. And, uh... Really basic. And, that that match was kind of nothing. Yeah. Oh, you know, I gotta give props for a minute, because we were speculating on this on Wednesday. Uh, Renee Young, sitting there 
right ringside doing commentary, but I'm willing to bet that was not shown on the Saudi feed. Mm, I, I don't think they have a different feed for that. Well, they had the announcers. They had the Saudi announcers, right? Oh, yeah, but I don't know if – I don't think they cut to them. I think they, they all see the same feed. Like even uh, the foreign language pay-per-views, they don't have different camera angles. No, I'm talking the version that the KSA showed on – Right, yeah, they show they show the same feed. Like even interesting, yeah. Even remember Greatest Royal Rumble? They showed that same promo and you know all that stuff. It's the same. They they see the same thing worldwide. Huh. Interesting. Uh, I thought Renee did very well given the circumstances. Yeah, and so Dean Ambrose was there. He was flown out, but they didn't use him on the show. So maybe he was just there. So weird uh, with Renee. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes. Uh, um... I mean Renee, it's. It's a step. I mean, it's kind of transparent what they're doing, but it's a step, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a start. It's something. <laughs> um, I don't know what the rules are there. I was going to gonna make a joke. Uh, I wanted to go to Dubai once because you see all this stuff about Dubai, and my wife made the stipulation, I am not going anywhere where I'm considered your legal property. Well, you'll see a lot of like 60 Minutes and stuff, right, where they're interviewing uh, – like you'll have a female journalist in interviewing people um, – you know, in some of those in, in, in Saudi Arabia, and they have to wear the headscarf. So yeah. I, almost was one, I almost thought like maybe Renee would have to wear that, but she, no, she totally dressed normal, you know, dressed like she usually does. Yeah, it was, it was okay. I mean, you know, maybe it's because they didn't do the overt pack, the video package this time. Yeah, I think that was, uh, that was a big thing. It made it feel more subdued. I guess if you were a casual person that just, Although who who's casual enough that has a WWE network subscription that tuned this on and had no clue the backstory or idea, which is like, what Hogan's at a WWE event? Yeah. I mean, if you don't follow it on the internet, you'd have no idea. So that's a huge surprise, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, Seth versus Bobby. I was surprised Dean didn't run in on this. Yeah. Uh, this match was nothing. They just beat Bobby. Um, they're just killing his steam fast. He's such a good heel in Impact. People crap on Impact a lot, but there's so many stars where they used him a lot better than WWE does, and Bobby's one of them. Yeah. Uh, See, so curb stomp. Got the pin out of nowhere. He went clean. forward in the match. Yeah. yeah. Lashley dominated most of the match, but Rollins got the clean win out of nowhere. So that was surprising, I thought given that I thought this was going to be Bobby's chance. In fact, I think uh, on Wednesday, Justin was speculating Bobby wins, Hulk Hogan comes out, raises his hand. That's how they cap the moment. Yeah, but Bobby's a heel too, so. That's true. Uh, but more surprising to me was that Kurt Angle lost to Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I kind of figured Kurt wasn't going to wrestle too many matches. I mean, he, this is... Uh, one of the things I thought was kind of uh, they did a shitty job with was not mentioning how big a deal this is that it's Kurt Angle's first singles match on WWE mm -hmm. TV in 12 years. Could you like, imagine that should a year be a big ago, deal? A year ago, if I said to you, Kurt Angle is going to wrestle a match at a pay per view and lose to Dolph Ziggler, a year ago, if I would have said that. Ugh, yeah. His you first know. singles match back mm -hmm. and loses to Dolph Ziggler. Um, yeah. I, I just thought it it's sucked. There were yeah. so many. I mean, you could have had, you could have had Angle loose to Rollins. At least it gives Rollins something. Ziggler's not going to be a top guy. His, you know, the die is cast with Ziggler. Um, you just could have someone beating Kurt Angle means so much more than what they did here. It was just nothing. Yeah, Ziggler won it with the zigzag. <sighs> not, not, not even an interference where McIntyre made this possible. Yeah. McIntyre did nothing this show. He was just there. So yeah, Dolph won that, hit the zigzag on Kurt clean. Angle. At least they're all <laughs> clean finishes, and I, I like that. I just I just feel like this tournament <laughs> did nothing for anyone. <laughs> no, because this is my new thing. Since they had Hogan, the Saudi prince that booked this was like, David says, like, I don't want clean finishes, no interference, no cheating. Everyone's going to win clean, and I want Ziggler to go over to Kurt Angle. <laughs> you know, like he he just booked I, it. He called the matches. I, I doubt that. I'm sure you know. For forty million dollars, I think. Come on, 
Vince would have probably I, I, accepted any booking idea. If, if they cared sure. about that, they wouldn't have had Hogan come out and you know look like a superhero to real American. No. <laughs> yeah, you know, the 80s came late to Saudi Arabia. Um, yeah, that's another one, man. Get an instrumental version. If Hogan's back, and I have many feelings and words to say about that. We don't need to devote this podcast to it. But similar to HBK, I want have CFO record some hot new instrumental versions of these old themes. You could or just just do Voodoo Child. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Someone was saying the ending wasn't clean. I thought that was clean. Do you, what happened there at the end? Uh, what happened at the end was Ziggler rolled, but Angle turns the hold right back over. McIntyre was looking on. Ziggler broke the hold. Angle charges, hits the ring post shoulder first as Ziggler moves. Ziggler with a zigzag for the win. Was, so maybe Drew's clean. raw masculinity it... just uh, <laughs> distracted Kurt Angle. Yeah. All right. SmackDown tag team title match, the New Day versus The Bar, defending their titles with Big Show. New Day coming out on a flying carpet. Yeah. Kind of been, it was, it was a cool visual. I, I guess they don't consider that offensive over there, the flying, flying carpet carpets. Stuff. I don't know. I mean, they must not. Yeah, you know, I'm, I mean, they prevented Sami Zayn from going last time because they were so worried about their sense, you know, the sensibilities over there. So I doubt they'd do something that would, you know, blatantly offend them. So I'm sure that must not be. Do you think it's one of those things, though, where I feel like certain cultures um, and certain locales, you just sort of own. It's like in Hawaii, they're selling the hula, yeah. the hula girls and the grass skirts. They know that yeah. for tourists, that's what they associate with Hawaii. Yeah. It's not the day to day life. But maybe Saudi Arabia is like flying carpets. Hey, you know what? We'll give them that. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, it'd be if that's it'd be funny if that's the most controversial thing because I mean there'll, there'll be something I'm sure similar to last time something will have happened we will get a story after this uh, but no I thought New Day was great coming out man I will say with the pyro back and the production value this is what it takes you know? well it's it's an open you know it's an open stadium uh, yeah so they, they're doing it for these international shows but they kind of. You know, they, they don't really need it with, I mean, the WWE setup now, it's like all screens and there's just stuff flashing all over the place, even the ring posts and everything. So, um, you know, I think the pyro looks cool. I, You know, I will say this for this event, the setup and everything looked awesome. And, and the pyro during a lot of the ring entrances, it looked really cool. Um, but on a weekly basis, it's it's not making it's not making any difference in ratings. Yeah. I thought it was excessive when they were doing it indoors. And that was always my least favorite part about going to a live raw was at the beginning. It was very loud. <laughs> yeah. I liked it. I felt like really? I gotcha, gotcha going. It's like, it was I, 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 I prefer the pyro to all these screens all over the place. I feel like this, the screens all over the place makes it look like a toy. Um, well, that's the new cheap production value. Everybody's doing on cable. It's like, if we get a 4k screen, we can put anything in the background. But now the ring aprons a screen, you know, uh -huh. the 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 corners are a screen. I think it's just too much. Yes. Maybe I'm getting too old. <laughs> that is probably part of it as well. Yeah. Uh so yeah, Big Show dropped Big E. Uh yeah, interfered. So that that wasn't a clean win. Yeah, there we go. And Seamus got the broke kick for the pin. The bar man missing for so long and now back on top. What's up with Gallows and Anderson? No real explanation with the Big Show pairing. It's just kind of there. Probably, I mean, this show is probably the reason why they did the pairing, to work Big Show into a match. But he didn't do anything. I mean, he was just in the corner. I mean, Hulk Hogan came out, announced the show, and then went backstage. You know? <laughs> I thought he would do at least one backstage segment or something. They didn't do any backstage segments, right? Uh, not that I was aware of. I can't, I can't remember any, yeah. Um... Semifinals match, The Miz versus Rey Mysterio that happened. And uh, yeah, Rey losing this, making a big deal about, oh, he was beat up. The Miz got the knees up when Rey went for a splash, rolled him up, and got a pin to advance to the finals. This whole tournament, have you, you know, this tournament and the build up to it is the closest thing we've seen to the SmackDown top 10 list. <laughs> 
Yeah. You know, there, there is one thing about being unpredictable and I'm all for being unpredictable, but when it's good, unpredictable, when it's shit, unpredictable, uh, you know, you could have had, uh, Miz and Dolph Ziggler both get injured and Kurt Hawkins and, you know, our truth fill in for him to determine who's the best in the world. It's unpredictable, but it's not Absolutely. good. Absolutely, But it's not good. Um, uh, that actually would have been, come on, yeah. our truth and Kurt Hawkins, that would have, I, I would be on here now advocating that would have been the match of the night. Yeah. Just because probably. it was so out of nowhere. <laughs> they got $40 million. And 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 maybe uh, uh the Sheik stipulation was that Kurt Hawkins is gonna get his win in Saudi Arabia. Uh, those oh guys don't God. those guys don't get the extra money. It's the part-timers that get the big paydays. Yeah. Those guys, it's pretty much just a, a weekend payoff. Yeah. I mean, they don't get anything extra. I don't think so. I mean, I've Graves never heard of any deal. bonuses or anything uh, from the last one. Really? Yeah. I mean, huh. you know, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, obviously they're getting a ton. Um, John Cena would have. Obviously, Brock Lesnar's got paid, uh, you know, through the roof. But the the regular guys, the full time guys, they, no. Huh. That is interesting. Yeah. Um, Seth Rollins versus Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler's winning streak continued. Rollins is the closest thing to a top star that they have, and they keep, just, you know, messing with him. And he's a, he's about to get in this hot. He's in this hot feud with Dean Ambrose. Could be one of the hotter things in the company, and they beat him here like nothing. And I like Ziggler more than most people like Ziggler. I think Ziggler's very very talented. Again, Absolutely. I just the die has been cast. It's it's going to take a long time as pushing him as like not a an underneath guy to really get people believing that he's not. Um, they've just pushed him a certain way for so long. You can't, it's, it's the gender thing. You can't push someone as a, uh, an opening match guy for 10 years. And then all of a sudden you're like, Oh, he's the main event and people buy it. People see through that. It never works. Now, when you say the die has been cast, what is your interpretation of the origin of that? Like, Oh, Hey, I'm going to dye my hair purple. Oh no. It changed my mind too late. The die has been cast. Now I've got purple hair. Yeah, I haven't really hadn't thought about it too much. If you're like dyeing clothing or garments and you pour the dye in the water and it's like, oh no, can't undo it. Dye's been cast. It could be. Those it's hard to come out of those. Just always wondered. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> this this was a good pay-per-view for for wandering thoughts. Like what in the hell am I doing with my life, let alone my Friday? There's about two and a half hours of the show where I'm just like, I should be checking something else, or maybe I should pay some bills. It was just like really dull. This was part of it. The Rollins versus Ziggler match. The crowd was just dead. I even made a to-do list today where I was like, I'm going to do all these things during the pay-per-view, but it was so boring that I couldn't even do other things. Yeah. Yeah. It's a new level. Um, Dolph Ziggler beating Seth Rollins. Why? Because they can. Um, WrestleMania 35 promo. They've been hyping that a lot. Survivor Series, they've been hyping that a lot. Then we got Samoa Joe versus AJ Styles. The replacement for Daniel Bryan, uh, choosing to not partake in this trip to Saudi Arabia. We got Daniel versus AJ for the WWE SmackDown, uh, the WWE uh, World Heavyweight Championship on this past Tuesday. Tonight, it was Samoa Joe's turn to challenge again, and... I thought this was a good match. I think these guys are always solid, but um, at this point, the show was going really long. Okay, so I, I the, the the die has been cast thing. You think it's referring to the color die? Yeah, like I'm pouring it, dye in. No, something. it's it's supposed to be dice. Oh, really? Like it's pre yeah, the fate has been set. But you can just catch like a dice. No, the, when it's cast, that means it's so you it's just done. roll again. Do over. I don't like the first one. Not, if you, not if you went out. Not if you went all in. Yeah, just saying. But you you put dye inside the liquid. You can't undo that. That's permanent. All right, we'll have to. Uh, <laughs> but that's not what dye has been. The, the 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 saying refers to dice. Huh. Well, I learn something new all the time. Next time on Wrestling Inc., we'll break down how to play dominoes, um, which I've never understood. I just always line them up and then knock them down. So, show <laughs> fought off uh, the cash corruptor attempt. AJ dropped him with a Pele kick. More back and forth. AJ hit him with a phenomenal forearm for the pin to retain. 
This feud was good, but I thought we were done with it. It seemed a little weird to go back. You think they're going to stay on this or uh, back to Daniel this week? I think they're staying on it. They beat Daniel clean. I think it seemed to me like Daniel was being punished, right? Did, did it come off that way to you? Uh, yeah, a little. I mean, again, didn't lose to Kurt Hawkins. I mean, you know. Yeah, but he lost by submission. Um, mm. when's, when's the last time a, a, a top babyface has lost by submission? It's true. Um, yeah, and clean. And then he got choked out afterwards. It seemed very much like when you're sending a message, that's that's what you do. So I have a feeling Daniel Bryan's out of the world title picture and it's probably going, probably going back to The Miz. Huh. That could be cool. I don't Makes know. I'm, I'm kind of done with that feud, but. The Miz and Daniel, well, I think you go around and then you bring back Miz versus Daniel Bryan for the Rumble or Mania. One-on-one. Never here in the daytime. I'm like, what the hell? Someone, something's banging on my walls and I, it's our Roomba. Anyway. Yeah. People in the chat room are <laughs> disputing the tie has been cast. All right. Uh, let's, let's settle this. It means an, uh, a choice has been made that you cannot change. Well, so I get like, the once meaning. Once the die has been thrown. Yeah, but what's it based on? You know, it's like one based of those. Based on dice. Yeah. All right. Uh... <laughs> Matt Morgan really, really picked a good day to take off. Um, the vacant universal title match, Brock Lesnar versus Braun Strowman. Baron Corbin ringside. Baron Corbin uh, gets some cheap shots on Braun Strowman right before it starts. Paul Heyman does the uh, the hype. And then we get the match, and brought, like two minutes later, Brock Lesnar is Universal Champion again. Yeah, it was a, about a three-minute match. Uh, Baron Corbin attacked Braun with the belt before the match started. Yes. So that kind of set things off. And then it was basically five F5s, um, or was it four? Uh, Brock hit him with an F5, two count, got Braun another F5, two count. Then I think the next F5 was outside of the ring. Braun avoided the countout, got back in, another F5, and that was it. It's a three-minute match. Braun, they gave him nothing. Um, and Braun's the, and Brock's the universal champion again. Yep. You know, I said it earlier, everything that's wrong with that. I, I, I like Brock. I think he's very valuable. But you need, with Roman gone and Owens gone, you need that title to mean something on that show. And now it's back to being seen once in a while at least again probably until wrestlemania yeah huh feel like it kind of i don't know bronze momentum has been stalled the last few months anyway but i feel like this hurts it even more yeah to lose in three minutes even with the outside interference but to to lose like that i don't know wwe world cup finals the Miz versus Dolph Ziggler. Miz. The best in the world. Best Finally in the finding world. Out who the best in the world is. And it's Shane McMahon. All along, they've been there. The best in the world. Ziggler and the Miz. <sighs> Which, you know, when I saw them, what was it, in No Mercy, like two years ago? That was a really good match. It was for the Intercontinental Championship. This tonight? Well, they didn't get to wrestle. <laughs> yeah. Um... So Shane replaced the Miz. So yeah, like Miz was, uh, they started, this was before the bell rang. So they were making it clear that the match hadn't started. And they started, you know, fighting before the bell rang. Uh, Miz threw Ziggler outside of the ring, chased him out, you know, went to the outside and when jumping from the ring apron to the floor, sold it like his knee buckled and he injured his knee. Yeah. So the ref, they're about to call off the match. They keep going to the mic to announce that Ziggler won the match by forfeit, but Shane's like, no, no, this, you know, we're not going out like that. This ain't, this ain't happening. Um, and then finally, Shane's like, screw it. I, I'm going to go in. I'm going to fill in for the Miz. And it then, should have been Vince. That would have been a better outcome. Vince comes out and wins the tournament and goes, I'm the best in the world. <laughs> Might as well. But Shane, you know, at least Shane can do some stuff. So yes, if Shane you want someone his... that can dance and well, yeah, he looks box. the part more, more kind of. But I like Shane McMahon. I do too. I thought this was stupid as hell, but uh, I like Shane. Um, again, it was amusing. 
Uh, Shane took off his shirt. He had like this black tank top on underneath. He was pretty ripped. Um, and yeah, good. Had, the last had, time we saw him in the ring, he was on death's door. Right. And yeah, had a, what it was like a two minute match with Ziggler. So the three minute universal title match followed by the, the two minute finals. Was that kind of what it was? Yes. <sighs> no, Shane looks good. I'm glad his health is back. Um, Shane can absolutely, he is absolutely capable of putting on a good match and doing some interesting things in the ring, but this was just so out of nowhere. It was. <sighs> you want to get the finish? <clears throat> oh, yeah. Uh, Shane hit a coast to coast, covered Ziggler for the win. The coast to coast looked good. Abs you know what I wished? I've never said this before, but this is a bonus treat for everyone uh, uh, that's listening to this podcast, because I know it seems like a little, we're a little down on this, so I want some Easter eggs. Remember at WrestleMania when Shane's health was in there? What did he have? He had something like a bowel thing that was wrong, and he was he was hurting, he was sick. Yeah, it was it was serious, yeah. yeah. I, here's, here's what my hope was that I wished he would have done, because I think Vince McMahon would have found this hilarious, that he would have gone out there and hit the big coast-to-coast, but before he went out there, he would have put on like Depends and just stuffed it with chocolate pudding and like strawberry jam. So when he hit that coast to coast, it just splattered all over the place like a Gallagher concert. Mm. That did not happen. Yeah. I thought that would have been a little clever way to pay off the real life uh, stuff he was going through. Yeah. I'm glad they didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Shane with the win. He's announced as the best in the world celebrated with the trophy wait did we we totally uh didn't get aj and samoa joe uh we touched upon it it was good yeah so uh let's go through that finish too oh we did go through the finish but i'll do it again joe did fought we? off the yeah the calf hmm. crusher attempt aj dropped him with a pele kick more back and forth aj oh. nailed the phenomenal forearm for the pin to retain so this kind of i, I think this sends joe way down yeah. They're not going to give him another title shot. I mean, this was the fourth time they've wrestled in like the last two months. So, yeah. yeah. I think that's it. That's it for Joe for a while. That sucks. But, um, yeah, they're definitely um, – they're kind of running out of people for AJ. I don't know if they go with Orton next. Orton just lost here, but that doesn't really matter. We'll see. Yes. Explaining to the, the chat room. It has been a long day. It has. <laughs> it's been a long day here on the West Coast. I woke up very early. I watched this. I'm trying to keep it going. It's it's weird, too, because let, let me posit this theory. When something is really terrible in a way that's like got kind of like charm to it or sort of WTF or whatnot, I feel like as podcasters, that gives us a lot to riff on. Yeah. Like we can have a really lively, interesting podcast, right? That this was just sort of bland and mediocre it was weird that's the best way to put it that I, I think it was just the whole thing was weird uh so they announced aj versus brock second year in a row at the survivor yes. series that'll be cool it was a good match last year brock won there's i don't see any way in hell that aj's winning this year unless it's by count out or dq i can't i i definitely don't see brock losing by pinfall or submission See, I thought maybe the reason why they put it back on Brock was because so AJ will beat Brock and then they can go to Braun. What? I thought maybe the reason Brock retained or Brock got the title here was so AJ could beat Brock and then the title goes to Braun uh, in, a, in a rematch, maybe at the Rumble or TLC or something. I, I, I don't see them. I don't yeah, see I them keep paying all that money to Brock to lose to AJ and, you know, again, to Braun at the Rumble. Uh, again, I think it's WrestleMania. I mean, WrestleMania is not that far away. We're, you know, we're at the point where you st start having to start building for those matches because January is really where the big build starts. So you got to have some plans. And I think Brock's obviously in their plans for Mania. Yeah. And who who gets the big win? I don't see anyone other than Braun being in that position. So. Yeah, Braun lose here, maybe win the Rumble and face Brock at Mania. The last match of the night. It's weird that the Shane McMahon thing happened after the other stuff. Like, like after Brock 
I would see. I that should have told us something when Brock and Braun didn't go second to last or last. Yeah, and uh, you know, you basically have like that's like four matches in a row now. Uh, let's see, one, two, three matches in a row at, with part-timers winning. You know, not full-time guys. So Shane, Brock, and and now you had the the main event, um, which was which was something in itself. Let's get to that. Yeah, DX versus the Brothers of Destruction. Entrances were cool. Shawn Michaels and Triple H out there. Kane came out from The Undertaker separately. Love The Undertaker entrance. We don't know how many he has left. Do you think this year's Survivor Series is going to be it for him, or do you think they're going to keep it going? Man, I, I hope it is. But I think they keep it going till Mania now. I mean, I think they need everything they, they can get. And I think uh, Undertaker is too much value. You know, when I watched them wrestle tonight, I saw—I mean, they were busting their ass for sure. They gave him way too much time. It was like almost 45 minutes long, this match. This match didn't need to go past 20. Um, Sean worked a lot, which I was kind of surprised. Triple H looked like he got hurt. But I, watching this, I did not care to see any of these guys wrestle again. And that includes Triple H. Um, it wasn't pretty, um, but... I mean, and, and they were trying. They're legends. They got. They were by far the most over people on the show. The crowd was super hot for this match. I mean, they were chanting, "This is awesome!" Like throughout. Um, I mean, they're superstars, so you see why they keep bringing them back. And they're not being able to bring any of these young talent back. And I know some people in the chat are saying, "Well, they're legends. Obviously, they're going to get the biggest pop." Um, during the Attitude Era, it wasn't the legends getting the biggest pops. It was Austin and Rock and the current stars. So. Um, and we're far from that right now. There's, there's no one they're building that special. So, how do you think HBK looked in the ring? Yeah, I, did, I, did, I mean, for how long he's been out of action, I thought he did good. You know, yeah. I thought he was fine. I, bald Sean is just weird to watch. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's just weird. It, it just looks like he, someone photoshopped his head, and like <laughs> photoshopped his head. You know, someone else's head on him, but um. It's just weird. I don't know. I, I wasn't excited about it when, when the match started. Uh, there were some cool parts, like when Undertaker first tagged in when Sean was in the match. I thought that was kind of neat. Um, but by the end, I was like, man, you re- you guys really need to end this match. This is going on forever. It's not that entertaining uh, outside of watching it for the Legends aspect. But from a match standpoint, it, it kind of sucked, honestly. Uh, Triple H and Undertaker were just off. Um Granted, later Triple H did injure his arm, but I'm talking about even before that. There was that. You remember that weird spot outside the ring? You could hear Triple H. Uh, Triple H had thrown Kane into one, one of the posts, and he grabbed Taker, and he 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 told Taker like, "Throw me the other way." And then they both just kind of ran into the <laughs> barricade together. Did you see that part? Yes, it does sound familiar. Yeah, so they just kind of ran together into the barricade. And then Triple H went through a table, and and that spot looked ugly. I don't know if that's where he hurt his arm, but or if he was legitimately injured. It definitely looked like it. Yeah, Sean got a bloody nose during the match. Yeah, he did the moonsault to the outside, and it looked like he landed on his face. That was it was an ugly moonsault. Um, but man, at his age to be able to do that is pretty amazing. Um, but yeah, it looked like he just landed right on his face. So it did not look pretty. It's not something I'd advise him to do again. Yeah. And he got some moves and he dropped Kane with the sweet chin music. Yeah. I mean, that's what he should be sticking to stuff. That's not too high risk. Um, I, I mean, uh, kudos to him for trying, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I just thought it, it looked sloppy a lot. Yeah. The double tombstone failed. Yeah. Uh, Sean nail taker got dropped again. Sweet Jim music a second time, sent to the pedigree from Triple H. Kane took the pin. Weird that Triple H pin Kane. <laughs> hey, he's going over. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, <laughs> Got to keep that kid looking strong. There's there's something in him. Um, but yeah, I mean, Sean's comeback match, you would kind of think that he would get the win. Yeah. Unless it was a one and done and they, I don't know. Which seems, I don't know, maybe. Nothing will surprise me at this point. No, and I, you know what's terrible about that is that I don't feel like nothing will surprise me. Like, nothing will surprise me. The WWE does amazing things and great surprises. It's more like 
nothing will surprise me at this point. They just run it all into the ground. <laughs> no one gets over. Yeah, and it's just uh, we'll see the what they. Yeah, tables. someone bringing up Becky. I hope they they don't botch that because she is the only thing that feels like things are going in a positive direction for right now. I liked a little promo she did on SmackDown this week, but I'll tell you that was the number one thing I think me and everyone else was tuning into SmackDown to see was her and Charlotte and what the next chapter was, and we got very little. This well, week. I think it's done for now. They crammed some. Yeah. I mean, they wrestled like five times in the last six weeks, <laughs> so I don't know how. You know, I think they they didn't let that feud marinate, but um, marinate. Um, but I think, <laughs> yes, you know what I mean. Like they should have not crammed so many matches in a short period. You spread yeah. them out and build a storyline and have more in between. But now, you know, you got Becky and Ronda, and that to me is probably the most interesting match that on the show. Nakamura and Rollins, it'll be good, but Nakamura, they've done absolutely nothing with. They've done less with them since he won the U.S. title than before. So that that to me is the most interesting match on the show by far. Well, I'll tell you, I... Uh... So exhausted as I was this week from the round trip to Evolution in 48 hours. As soon as that was announced, Becky versus Ronda, I looked at my wife. I was like, you know, Survivor Series is in L.A. this year. And they're like, no, we're not going. You got to make plans quick. It's only two weeks. I know. I know we're not going to do it. <laughs> but what I'm saying is like that. I mean, like Becky Charlotte was absolutely fantastic. One of the best matches I've ever seen live. Um, certainly one of the best women's matches in the WWE. Probably the best main roster match of this era. Yeah, I can't. Women. I can't think of any that was better. I thought, yeah, I thought that was the best match in a while. Yeah, and women's anything um, in WWE. Yeah, it was really, really good. So I'm very much looking forward to Becky versus Ronda. I think that's gonna be awesome. Um, well, the good news is Crown Jewel is over, so now we don't have to talk about Crown Jewel anymore. Hopefully, uh, unless there's some news that comes out. I, I, I have a feeling Crown Jewel isn't quite put to bed yet. I think oh. a little bit more, but hopefully, you know, good thing Survivor Series is coming up and, and there's something else to move on to. And then after uh, that, TLC and the Rumble, and that's it. We got we can let stuff breathe a little bit, actually build up. They still won't build up feuds. They'll wait till two weeks before. But well, TLC is going to be a throwaway. Um, so it's really the Rumble is going to be the next big one. You know, after Survivor Series. So yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Ronda Rousey ranked number one in the PWI Women's One Hundred. Huh. Based actually, on... I, I I agree with it. Um, really? Yeah. Based on what she's been booked, based on well, so the evaluation period ended at the end of September, and uh, she's just made a huge difference. I mean, who else would it be within that period? Hmm. I mean, who uh, else? Seriously, in terms of, I mean, what, what, where was Becky and Charlotte on the list? And Becky was eleven, but she didn't, she didn't get, you know, her current run until mid-August. So it was like, she was like a month and a half in the evaluation period. And she didn't win the title until two weeks before the evaluation period. So but she was putting quality work all year. Yeah. It doesn't, quality work doesn't mean anything if it, no one cares. Um, yeah. She was, she was not on most of the pay-per-view. She was, you know, an afterthought until, until SummerSlam. Yeah. Um, Tessa Blanchard, no one knows who she is outside of hardcore wrestling fans. Who else? I'm, I'm trying to see who else they're naming in the chat. Carmella, she, yeah, um, you know, I, I feel like Ronda Rousey is the biggest star in the company. She makes a difference. She gets the biggest ovations. Um, she's not the best wrestler, but neither was Hulk Hogan for all those years. Hmm. You know, she she makes a difference. She's getting the main events. She's getting uh, she's getting the attention. So, Oscar, please, are you kidding me? Um, Tony Storm, no one knows who she is. Uh, Again, this isn't just wrestling ability. Um, Where was Charlotte in the list? Uh, she was somewhere in the top ten. Like, who was number two? Let me let me get that up. Hold on a second. So, number one, number two was Alexa Bliss. Number three was Charlotte. Four was Io Shirai. Five was Asuka. Then Shayna Baszler. Then Carmella. Then Nia Jax. And so, yeah, that was. Wait, they put Carmella above Becky. 
But yeah, up until that point, Becky wasn't, you know, Carmella was in title feuds and, mm. you know, she she had what, like four or five months there with the belt. And Carmella was great. It's not to discredit her. I just she feel wasn't like great. Uh, <laughs> no, she uh, was not great. She got to the point where I thought she could put on a credible match. <laughs> That's not what you want in a champion that she might be able to put on a credible match. Um, Cause I mean, you see where she is now that that run did absolutely nothing for her. It, it, I think it just brought the title down. Oscar, uh, they buried her again. It's nothing. It's not Oscar's fault. It's how, how she's been used. So anyway, I, I agree with Ronda Rousey, actually, hmm. as far as everything else, star power, attention, um, making a difference, people caring, um, had a competitive match with Nikki Bella. And Nia Jax. She had a good match with Nia Jax as no, well. No, no, no. I'm saying <laughs> her having a competitive match with Nikki Bella. Right. Like, that should not have been a competitive match. Yeah. You know? It's like, I'm trying to think of the superhero comparison there. It's just, you know, it's it's like Superman doesn't have, like, a knockdown drag out with Aquaman. Like, that just doesn't happen. Right. Someone's saying Carmella's a bigger star now. No way. She was bigger last year when she had the, the briefcase. Now she's, she forgets she's there, and then she comes out and does a dance break. Yeah. The, yeah, they're going to run dance break into the ground. Yeah, they're already running into the ground. She's a dance break person right now, so I I, I wouldn't say she's a bigger star now. Um, yeah. So there we go. PWI top five hundred. I'm sure if Becky Lynch continues the way she is, you know, then I'd say for sure she'd be number one next year. But it's a long time to go. I really thought Charlotte was going to win Sunday night. I was emotionally and mentally prepared for that. Yeah. I, I kind of thought so too. So I was glad that they didn't. All right. Yep. Well, there you have it. We'll be back here Monday, Monday night. Yeah. I'm back. Mr. Mar Matt Morgan will be back with us on Monday. Talking Monday night raw. Yeah. Fallout from crown jewel. Yeah. What will happen next? I will say they didn't, they didn't air the propaganda video. That was a big plus. They didn't, uh, it was funny. They did not say Saudi Arabia once the whole show or on the pre-show. Riyadh, I think they said twice. So, interesting, interesting, interesting show. Hey, pays a lot. What are you going to do? Okay, folks. Uh, see you back here Monday night on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Until then, take care. <laughs>